Christ, please help me. What you take for granted week after week after week, here is a young man who is willing to lay down his life just to hear the truth. Listen to this. I've been listening to your program for about two years off and on. I start to cry and feel that these words speak to my heart. I can say that I do love Jesus. From an 11-year-old girl, now think about this, 11 years old, I have a deep love for your program and I'm one of your faithful listeners. Every night I listen to your message of hope. I have encouraged my relatives to listen as well because your programs had a great influence on me. My problem is that I don't have a good quality radio and often I'm unable to listen because sometimes there's interfering signals. Then she says, sometimes I write down the beautiful words of Jesus. I pray that these words would purify me. I sincerely desire to have your holy book and the picture of Jesus Christ. Now, if that doesn't get to your heart, you don't have one. Listen to this, last one. Because of what you shared in your program, I'm ready to accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior and Lord. I'm giving this letter to a friend to take it outside the country to mail it to you. As you know, it's impossible in this country to convert to Christianity and live. I don't know what to do. Could you please help me? Do you have any friends who secretly believe in Jesus, to whom I can be introduced, who will help me live for Christ? I'd be grateful if you could help me find some fellow believers. Until now, I've never received any Christian book or the Gospels. Only your program taught me the Gospel. Thank you for reading the Scripture on the radio. I've been very blessed by it. Now, that's just a very few emails, letters, that represent hundreds of millions of people. Now, most of these are young people. You know what they're saying? Please tell me who God is. Please tell me what he's like. Please tell me if I can have a personal relationship with him, and please tell me how to do it. How could you and I possibly be content with having so many Bibles and so many books and knowing so many fantastic songs and hearing the Word of God and having it expounded week after week after week after week, soaking it into our minds and our hearts, and be content when there are hundreds and hundreds of millions of young people as well as adults who are saying, if I could just hear it, when, if, I, if I just know that I know the truth one time and I could know who the one true God is, know what he's like, and know that he can be my personal savior, I am willing to die just to know that. So let me ask you this question. As you look at your life today, what is it counting for? What are you living for? Is your primary interest your future security, your present pleasure, your goals that you've set for your life without even asking God? Is your primary goal in life money, marriage, acceptance, or some other form of pleasure in life? Or could you say today, my primary interest in life is to do the will of God, whatever that is. I just want to ask you a question. Is Jesus Christ worth? Is his message worth? Is what he's done for you worth? You bowing before him and saying, Father,
Lord Jesus, everything I am and everything I have, I owe it to you. I give you myself without reservation, without hesitation. I don't even want any promises. I just give myself to you and ask you to use me any way, anywhere, anyhow, no matter what. Do you have the courage to tell him that? Think about your life. It's not yours. Your life belongs to the living God. And he has given you skills and opportunities and abilities and talents and all the rest. Think for a moment. What are you willing to do to help somebody answer those three questions? Because their eternal destiny hinges on it. Who is the true God? What is he like? And how can I have a personal relationship with him? And you have the answer the world is searching for. We're glad you've been with us today for In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. God has blessed you with abilities and talents. Dr. Stanley's message urged you to offer those back to the Lord as skills you're honing so that he can make you instrumental in making Jesus Christ known. To listen again, stop by InTouch.org and click on the link for Today on Radio and search through our helpful resources that can challenge and strengthen your faith. And head over to our online bookstore if you'd like to order a copy of today's complete message, Making Him Known. Again, that's InTouch.org or call 1-800-IN-TOUCH. If you prefer to write, our address is In Touch, Post Office Box 7900, Atlanta, Georgia, 30357. Are you willing to do what it takes to explain the gospel of Christ to your friends and family? Here's some thoughts on that just ahead in today's Moment with Charles Stanley. Trusting God each day can be a challenge, but working to grow that trust brings greater joy and peace than we could ever find on our own. In Trusting God with Today, the 365-day devotional from the teachings of Dr. Charles Stanley, we are encouraged to believe in God's love and rest in His purpose for us. Available now at InTouch.org slash today. InTouch Plus is streaming on Local Now, featuring all the best of Dr. Charles Stanley. We're to have strong convictions based on the Word of God. He's working out things that you and I would never know about in our future. In Touch Plus, your streaming network for quality Christian programming 24-7. Now watch this. In Touch Plus, streaming free on Local Now. You're listening to In Touch. A believer who wants to make God known must be focused. Here's a moment with Charles Stanley. I think about all the young people who are growing up under the teaching of God's Word, and all of you who are single and you're working and making a living, and sometimes it's hard and difficult, and you look at your life, and some of you, you want to get married, that's your primary objective in life, and you're waiting for the right one to come along. Let me ask you this. Are you willing to tell God 
you want to lay down all of your dreams because what you want most of all is you want the will of God to come along. You want what God has for your life. You want your life to count for Him and trust Him to give you the things or the person God may want you to serve Him with. But you see, if you put other things first, you, you may miss the most awesome opportunity of your life. You say, well, I'm 50 years of age. I'm 60 years of age. You know what? There's nothing in the Bible about serving God at a certain age. The question is this. You're going to live and you're going to die. You're going to leave behind nothing except something material or a legacy, a spiritual legacy. You're going to leave behind a message that will keep on being born again and again and again and again in the hearts of multitudes of people and the ripples of your life will never be able to be counted. You can learn more about sharing your faith in Jesus at InTouch.org. And if you have a story about what you've learned through this program, we'd like to know. Next week on In Touch, is something weighing heavily on your mind and heart? Soak in the truth of Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30 this weekend. And join us Monday to find help with laying your burdens down on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. This program is a presentation of In Touch Ministries, Atlanta, Georgia, and remains on this station through the grace of God and your faithful prayers and gifts. Welcome to Breakpoint, a daily look at an ever-changing culture through the lens of unchanging truth. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. A new California law signed by Governor Newsom on October 7 will enable strangers to lead children 12 and older on matters of mental health in their home life without requiring parental consent. It's a bizarre irony for a state that's also suing the corporation Meta for harming children under age 13 because of its social media platforms, based on the assumption that children are too vulnerable to resist the effects of social media. However, somehow they should be able to make massive decisions about their minds, their bodies, and their family relationships without their parents' consent. This new law, Assembly Bill 665, expands an existing law that only applied to minors age 12 and older with private health insurance. The new law includes minors 12 and older who are covered by publicly funded health insurance too. Additionally, the new law broadens the list of professionals who are able to quote-unquote treat such minors for not only mental health professionals, clinical psychologists, and licensed counselors, but also a registered psychological assistant, psychological trainee, an associate clinical social worker, a social work intern, and more. The law also permits minors to pursue mental health services and residential shelter services without having to, quote, present a danger of serious physical or mental harm to themselves or others or be the alleged victim of incest or child abuse, end quote. LGBTQ activists are celebrating this law as a huge victory for empowering at-risk queer youth. However, far from empowering young people, what California's new law actually does is to put more state officials between kids and their parents. It's rooted in a lie about what it means to be human. At the core of the bill is an idea that humans, especially young people, are self-determined, self-defined beings who should have no restraints whatsoever on what they desire or believe. Most importantly, the bill undermines the parent-child relationship, which is the most vital relationship for a child's health and well-being. In its place, the law offers absolute autonomy to young people 
people, despite their youth and immaturity, as mediated by government officials. This view of people, especially children, is deeply flawed. Scripture teaches and reality confirms that our existence is owed to others, to God first and foremost, and to mothers and fathers according to God's design. Mothers and fathers are tasked and best able to provide care for children who are born vulnerable and depend on our love and nurturing in order to become healthy, independent adults. A California mom, Abigail Martinez, lost custody of her daughter years ago after school counselors and the Department of Children and Family Services determined she was not properly supporting her daughter's transgender identity. The agents of the state claimed to know her daughter better than she did. They were tragically wrong. Months after, Abigail's daughter took her own life. Similar stories are found in other states. In fact, according to a new groundbreaking study, states where minors are free to consent to health services without parental permission experience much higher youth suicide rates. Consequences won't end there either. Bad ideas beget worse ideas. The only way to truly empower children is to protect the rights of parents to protect them and their hearts, their minds, and their bodies. No other relationship can replace parental protection and guidance. Certainly, the state cannot do that. This law leaves young people vulnerable to the malpractice of the Dr. Frankensteins of our generation and will only pave the way for their further exploitation. The law claims to recognize that kids are capable of consent. In reality, it only lets off the hook those adults who influence their consent. Kids don't need empowerment. What they need is parents. The way to help kids struggling with their mental health is by preserving and strengthening the most important relationship they have with the ones who, in most cases, know and love them the best. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with Breakpoint. Today's Breakpoint was co-authored by Jared Eckert. For more resources to live like a Christian today, go to breakpoint.org.